10, 10 9, 9, 9 8, 8, 8, 7, 7 6, 6 5, 5, 5, 4, 4 3, 3, 2, 2 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. This half hour just for you guys who are waking up just as early as us. We appreciate you so much. It is 5.30. Thanks so much for your check-ins. We love to see you guys check in on Twitter at Mercedes in the AM. Also checking in on our text line at 702-364-9400. Good morning. Cinco de Mayo. Happy Cinco de Mayo to you, Mercedes. How is your day going so far? We're a couple hours into it. How are things in your world right now? Everything is good this morning. I got an email and I think it's um I think it's our company trying to uh trying to test us. Uh-oh. Yeah, I got this email. So our our company will have us do like these training courses on um not clicking on links and uh, watching you know you have to watch videos on on ways to keep secure here in yeah. the workplace and and we get those every so often and i recently watched one on phishing scams that in the company and they're saying like don't hit certain links make sure you make sure it's from a reputable source don't open attachments blah 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 so this morning i get this email and it says the the subject line is Michael shared salary info with you, and it's like a an a spreadsheet, and I'm like salary info, and it's, it says Michael so and so invited you to view the file salary info on Dropbox. Michael said here are the numbers you were looking for. Let me know of any questions, and I'm like okay. First of all, I don't know anyone named Michael in the company offhand. I never requested any salary info for anyone. I think this is them testing me to see if I click on it and then unleash some sort of terrible <laughs> virus or something. And I'm not falling for it because I watched the video and I know better than that. Is but it from if, an Odyssey account? It's from uh, our former company name, Intercom. Oh, oh slick. Mm-hmm. Slick, slick, slick. Yeah. So I was like, should I should I open nope not gonna open it not gonna open it because because you got to look at the return address and the return address doesn't match up with the the Michael address so it's it, I, they're they're testing they're me. testing they're testing me and I and I did not fall for it I'm very proud of myself this morning I have a, on the docket to do the most recent IT training at some point today so I wonder once you do it, they that's how they test your skills. They send it out to everybody to see who clicks on it. Yeah, that, there's I I got caught on one before. I, I can't remember what it was, but I clicked on it and it went to it went to a page that it was like you failed the test. You're you took training. You should not be clicking on links like this. And I was like, oh no, because I wasn't really even paying attention. I was just mm-hmm. kind of like, and it was good that they did that. God forbid I click on a, a really bad link, and so. I just thought that was so funny. I'm like, oh, look at them trying to trying to catfish me here. Which I think it's I thought this was so amusing because we do these tests all the time. We have a really cool like um, IT training program. We watch these videos and I love the cast that does the, the video training and stuff. They show some guy in an office, you know, downloading that file that Mercedes did not download and just corrupting everything. We mentioned yesterday that coworker whose Instagram account was hacked and these people took over it. It was a whole process to get it back. And so it was actually a news story. And they asked him, how did it get hacked? 
And he said, well, I got this email, and I thought it was Instagram. And I started answering all these questions. I'm like, dude, that's what they teach us. They teach us not to open that email yeah. from Instagram that says, hey, it's Instagram. We want to verify you. Please answer these 10 personal questions from, you know, at da, 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 not even Instagram. And he completely fell for that. And as soon as he said that in the, in the news story, I'm like, you have not done any of your IT training. Got to do the training. You got to do the training. Don't open links from people you don't know. I know. I, I hate opening links. Even if I know you, I'm like, hmm, how do I know your account didn't get hacked? And you're trying to get me to open it. Like, have you ever gotten one of those Facebook messages where it's like, is this you? And you can see a video and you're like, I'm not clicking that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> There's no way I'm falling for that one. Um, I, I, I delete that person immediately. I'm like, we're not friends anymore. Bye bye. <laughs> um, I'm looking. I, yeah, I got a couple of those sit in my account right now. One from Dennis. I don't even know who Dennis is. Is that you in the video? Delete, I think this is you. delete Dennis. See you, he's, Dennis. Ha- he's been hacked. Dennis, bye bye, friend. <laughs> <laughs> I got to know. Yeah, the, I get so many of those through uh, through Facebook. But the sad thing is, though, someone clicks on it. Like, oh, is that me in a video? I need to say, click. Next thing you know, and that happened to a former coworker of ours here. She uh, she got some stuff. She downloaded it um, on the work computer and unloaded this virus that completely shut shut down the system. Oh, this was like two summers ago. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. We all got punished for that one. We did we didn't have internet access anymore for a while um, on a certain on certain computers? And yeah, that one was bad. I think she tried to download it on a work computer, but all the firewalls went up. So she was cool there, but she was so determined to open it, she forwarded it to her personal laptop, which was still connected to the to the system somehow, and that's how it crashed everything. You got to be careful out there. Yeah, for sure. So just warning you, be on the lookout for the the payroll. And of course, I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> so tempting. So smart. I know, I'm that like, was really smart. Ah, I was like, a part of someone accidentally <laughs> sent me the payroll information. I'm going to open this. So. There's no preview? Sometimes you can preview <laughs> no, a document? No, I can't. I'm not. Uh, it's, 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 in, it's in the trash. And I'm going to I'm gonna empty the trash, too. So they see that I did not <laughs> fall for it. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us this morning. Let's kick off the show. Time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Buddy Holly by Weezer? Do you want to hear The Way You Love Me by Faith Hill? Hear Crazy by Narls Barkley. Those are your choices. Just get your votes in here now. All you got to do is tweet us at Mercedes in the AM, vote on our Facebook page, or text or call us 702 364 9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. When Dave Chappelle was attacked on stage Tuesday night, it was not immediately clear what kind of weapon the guy had. Did he have a fake gun and a knife? A fake gun and a fake knife? Well, it turns out it was a real knife sticking out of a fake gun. Did you see the pictures of this thing? I did. That That is scary stuff, man. I'm glad he's okay. Yeah, seriously. The blade sticks out of the barrel. It's kind of like a bayonet. You can also fold it back like a switchblade or a lock blade. There were metal detectors at the venue, but TMZ says there was one entrance where Dave's attacker 
could have gotten around. And I mentioned, too, how Chappelle got back up on stage and made that Will Smith joke um, after the incident. That wasn't Dave Chappelle. That was Chris Rock on stage. And I found a cleaner clip of it. Um, so listen to what so Chappelle comes back out. Chris Rock jumps up there with him. And listen to what Chris Rock has to say. Was that Will Smith? <laughs> that is hilarious. I'm glad I'm glad he's at the point where he can make fun of him Right, now. yeah. Now, Howie, Howie Mandel says that he's now really afraid to go on stage after what happened to Dave Chappelle. And you brought this up yesterday. Does this mean comedians are going to be attacked all the time on stage? No, oh, I don't like what you said. I'm going to come up there and, and slap you or bring my makeshift bayonet up there. Like, that's just, that's really, really scary. It also makes you question security, too. How can this guy with a weapon, A, get in, and then B, get up so close and up on stage like that and, and just have a clear shot? I mean, it's a huge stage that he was on. Oh, they had metal detectors there, too. So, yeah, how did he get that in? They're saying there was one entrance that could have been breached, and all it takes is one. Yeah, that's why, all it takes. Where's that entrance, and how did yeah. he get through it? Amber Heard took the witness stand on Wednesday, and things got heavy real fast. So Amber detailed the first time Johnny Depp allegedly hit her, and it was over one of his tattoos. When Johnny was dating Winona Ryder, this was from 1989 to 1993, he got a Winona Forever tattoo. Then after they broke up, he had a change to Wino Forever. Well, Amber testified that when she first saw the tattoo, she couldn't tell what it said. So she asked Johnny. When he told her, she laughed because she thought he was joking. So he slapped her. Then he did it two more times. That Yeah, I was watching that testimony yesterday. That was uh, that was really rough. Yeah, it's intense yeah. stuff that's happening right now. Mass Singer. I'm going to tell you who got kicked off or unmasked last night. There were two people. If you don't want to know, turn down the radio for a second here. Um, let's start with Let's start with the Space Bunny. So I got the clues okay. from the Space Bunny. I never get any of these right, by the way. And I don't watch the show, so I have no clue. Well, the clues are so hard, too. Yeah. I don't even understand sometimes what they're saying. Here's the Space Bunny. Be a hero and cover all your bases with Space Boost Energy Drink. The basketball has to mean he's an NBA star, right? Space Boost Energy Drink. Best fuel to save the day. Dog. How do you not think of Snoop Dogg? Okay, here's the Space Bunny singing last night. Um, some heavy D. Jeez, uh, can you tell me? Is it a basketball player? It is not a basketball player. Yeah. I'll tell you, it's a singer. It, oh boy, it's an actual singer, and we, we play one of one of his songs every once in a while. Every once in a while, Jason Derulo. No, I just said that because we played him this hour. <laughs> um, I don't know who is it. Shaggy. Oh my. Shaggy was the space bunny. Wow. I, maybe that was just not a great clip. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. I would never get these in a million years. I, the only reason I know because I have, to, have it written in front of me. Here's the Queen Cobra. Queen Cobra, the clues. If you're a baddie that's always on the run, or a goodie that's ruining the fun. See, now there's two. There's two Cobras on screen. Does the rocket mean it's someone from a space movie? The Queen Cobra was actually three people, three ladies. Um, three ladies. Oh, let me give you a second. Hold on. Here's here's the singer. So if you try to lay these arms, I'ma leave the door open. I'ma leave the door open. I'ma leave the door open, y'all. 
They sound great. Uh, I know you're a fan of these ladies as well. These ladies. I'm a fan. Um, <laughs> Not the Pointer Sisters. Yeah, because one of them's dead. Oh, really? Yes. We lost a sister? Yes. Isn't Ruth Pointer dead? I don't know. That saddens me. Yes. Um, uh, gosh, what what decade are we talking? Big in the mid to late nineties. Mid to late nineties. Huge. Three. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it was in vogue. Oh, that was four ladies. Well, it was just three of them there last night. Oh, okay. Well, you threw me off. <laughs> I, th- I thought Invogue was four ladies. But yeah, well, one couldn't make it. Oh, well, one was busy. <laughs> you should have other things to do. Like, I don't know. Go to dinner or something. Just being on the mass Singer. More Dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. It's Mix 94.1. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1617. And now, here's your host, Mercedes and Jay-Z. Hey, good morning. Welcome to the show. Happy Cinco de Mayo. It is 6 o'clock on Thursday, May 5th. How you doing this morning? I'm good. I, I feel like I solved a little case in my neighborhood. Remember I mentioned um, a couple days ago, Laura was pulling in the neighborhood to our, to our house, and a car was backing out. And she she felt like the car didn't see her, so she honked her horn. And then the guy honked his horn back and gave her the finger. Yes. We're concerned there might be some kind of issues and stuff. Well, she pointed out the house to me. I swear to you, I'm pulling into the neighborhood yesterday, pulling up to the house, and the same thing happens to me where the, their car starts to back out. I feel like they don't see me. I was about to honk, but I'm like, wait, this is the house. I'm not going to do anything. So I kept going. And, and nothing happened, but then I analyzed the situation. These people have been in this house for years, and in their driveway, they have like a small Toyota Camry and a bigger SUV, and the Camry was always parked on the right, and the SUV was on the left, and I realized they've switched it. They parked the big SUV on the right, the Camry on the left, so now when they're back in the, whoever's in their, this Toyota Camry, when they're backing out, they can't see the traffic that's coming because the SUV is blocking their view. Oh, so now that you figured it out, how do you solve it? I don't know. I just sit, you know, like I can't go to the house. Like, hey, you guys parked. The, you changed the way you park in your driveway. I think it's affecting how you back out of your driveway. But that's the reason why that this person, every time they're now backing out of their driveway, doesn't see oncoming traffic and sometimes rages at people. That's a, yeah, you got to control your anger. It's there. That's why they need different kind of honks. They need a friendly honk. They need a, an aggressive honk. They need a, Hey, you're not paying attention honk because one honk does not fit all. And sometimes they sound aggressive when they're meant to be like a, Oh, Hey, whoops. I I'm here. Just so you know, you know what I mean? Yes. And I think that's what your wife was trying to do. They took it as a, what are you doing? <laughs> kind of honk. And that's just, uh, that puts people on edge. That makes people very frustrated. Why hasn't a car maker done that? Because it really is brilliant. At a traffic light, the light turns green. You want to kind of just let the person know. You may have been sitting there for 20 seconds. They're distracted. Hey, the light's green. You don't want that big aggressive horn because yeah. that's alarming. You want that little, hey. Car makers should do that. That's really smart. I don't know why they have it. Well, my our friend, uh, they they just got a brand new Tesla, and we went out to dinner with them on uh, last Saturday, and they picked us up. So it was so funny because the Tesla, if you have one, uh, they it, they can make any like all these funny sounds. So they they pull up in the driveway, and my husband's like, "They're here," and I'm like, "Okay, I'm coming. I'm grabbing my stuff," and I walk out on the driveway, and he plays. And I was like, what? And then all of a sudden he plays the, um, you know, the, like at rap concerts when they're done with the song that, yes, uh. that. And I was like, oh my gosh. So he got in the car and he was just showing me all the different sounds that he could play from there. It was so funny. I got to get the first one you were talking about. 
Nope, nope, that's no. a loud. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, one second, I have all kinds of horns here. Can they just can they do fart sound effects? Too? Yeah, they can do that too. I, I'm sure they could play these sounds also. I don't know if you download them or if it's part of a package. I don't. I don't own a Tesla, so I don't know how it works. But it was just funny. He was playing all these different songs, and it looks like a video game when he was driving. Like the steering wheel is not even completely round. It looks like you know when back in the day when you would go to an arcade and play like a a, a game that had driving, and it was. It wasn't like the full steering wheel. Mm-hmm. Like it was like a racing wheel. That's the kind of wheel it had. And he's showing us all the stuff on the screen, and you can watch a movie, and then you can watch a movie in the back. I'm like, this is the nicest car I've ever been in. Oh my gosh, it was so crazy. Did he do any of the self driving features when you guys? No, it? I asked him. I go, so if you have a drink and you can't drive, can you drive us home? He's like, probably, but I'm not going to do that. I was like, yeah, good idea, good idea. <laughs> How did Matt know they were in the driveway? You can't hear those things pulling in. I know he saw them. He saw them, and we, and we have cameras <laughs> that notify us like someone's here. So he's like, oh, they're here. But yeah, it's very quiet. Um, it was cool though. I was just like, oh man, you can play anything as you know, it's less aggressive than a horn. You'd just be like, you could probably play someone going, excuse me, <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, to see, Tesla's on to something. Yeah. They're so smart. Let's talk about today's show because this weekend there's a great concert happening at Green Valley Ranch. It's the Pop 2000 tour. And what a lineup they have happening there on Saturday night. You got Chris Kirkpatrick of NSYNC. Mark McGrath is going to be there from Sugar Ray. O-Town's going to be there. LFO is going to be out there. And also Ryan Cabrera. He just got married to Alexa Bliss, the the wrestler. That's so exciting for them. It's a, yeah, he's, he's a cool guy. He's, he's a great guy. He's been on the show many times before. He'll join us again this morning in just about less than 30 minutes. 6.30, he'll be on the show to talk about the concert. Maybe we ask him about the wedding. And then as soon as we're done chit-chatting with Ryan, we've got your tickets to the show. Yeah, that's going to be a fun one. And I love Green Valley Ranch Resort. It is just so beautiful. So that's going to be a fun time. 6.30 for that one. But up next, we do have What's Trending. What do you got for us? Ray J is speaking out, and he says... It's always been a partnership with Kim Kardashian. BTS finally drops details on their upcoming album and a sweet surprise that was dropped for National Star Wars Day. That's coming up next in What's Trending. Mercedes in the Morning's What's Trending on Mix 94.1. We have Ray J trending this morning. So this is uh, Kim Kardashian is also trending. The Daily Mail is reporting that it has always been a partnership. Let me explain. Ray J is speaking out about his role in the whole sex tape thing that, that leaked back in 2007 that skyrocketed Kim Kardashian into fame. He says he did not leak any tape. The release was and is a business partnership between him, Kim, and Kris Jenner. And it always has been. He says he's sick and tired of getting blamed for leaking it when he's never even been in possession of the tape. He made the claim after Kim claimed on her new Hulu show that she was worried he would leak a second tape of them. He admits there is a second tape of them, but Kim has always been in possession of it. And he's never owned any copies. Ray J says leaking the tape was his idea, which he presented to Kim when he saw how Paris Hilton's profile was boosted after the film she made was leaked. Now, Kim initially didn't want to do it, but she ended up embracing the idea and she enlisted her mom, Kris Jenner, to organize its release to Vivid Entertainment. Earnings from the tape have reached an estimated $100 million worldwide.
Well, I didn't realize I made that much money. And this, to me, this is kind of a little bit of a bombshell that he's dropping. If this is true, was uh, if it's a partnership, was he getting money on this deal? Was he also getting a percentage of of the tape? And if so, how much? And then. Even if he's getting like 10% or so, he's, he's making nice money off that team. He is, but he said that the fact that they keep blaming him for the leak, it's really hindered his ability to make money. People just don't trust him. Mm-hmm. People are saying things about him, whatever. Um, so even if he was making some money, it's really not helped him in other aspects. Uh, and probably, you know, his music career, too. So, yeah, I thought that was a big bombshell that he just basically said, yeah, it, this was never a shocking thing. This was completely orchestrated. I didn't really. That's, that's from sales. Who was buying that tape back in the day? People actually ordering that tape, like, oh, let me let me order this. Send it to my house. I don't got to. I got to catch this stuff. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure. I, was is was it downloadable or is that way too early for that? Yeah, that's probably too early for that. And so. who who's his sister? Does he have a famous sister? Brandy. Uh, Brandy is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Brandy. <laughs> Brandy. Yeah, Brandy is Ray J's sister. So some uh, big news on that front this morning. Also trending this morning is BTS. Well, after they teased their new release at the end of their sold-out Las Vegas residency, the group finally confirmed a new album yesterday. It is an anthology album, and it will. it is called Proof. It's going to arrive on June 10th. Proof is going to be a three CD collection that's going to feature songs from throughout their discography, as well as three new songs. Big Hit Entertainment says the BTS anthology album that embodies the history of BTS will be released as they begin a new chapter as an artist that has been active for nine years to look back on their past endeavors. Pre-orders started in the U.S. Well, worldwide, actually, last night. And yes, I did. I did. <laughs> you have to. You're a fan. <laughs> Absolutely. How many albums do they have out? Do you know already? Oh, they went through the whole. And there was a video that came out um, with all of their albums. Um, they have a. They have a ton of albums. Let me see here. Some people think you're new. BTS, like you said, has been around for nine years. It's not like a new sensation. These guys have been on the scene for quite some time now. Yeah, they have nine studio albums. Wow. Six compilation albums and six extended play album so yeah they've uh they've been around for a while so that is uh trending this morning and then frosted flakes is trending this morning so yesterday was may 4th may the 4th be with with you also known as star wars day and kellogg's celebrated by releasing a brand new cereal obi-wan kenobi frosted flakes so the cereal pairs the rich chocolatey flavors of kellogg's frosted flakes chocolate with the sweet taste of original Kellogg's Frosted Flakes for a masterful combination of the dark and light side. Um, Kellogg's Frosted Flakes Obi-Wan Kenobi cereal is set to hit shelves at retailers nationwide this spring. Or I suppose if you can't wait, you could just buy a box of chocolate Frosted Flakes and regular chocolate, regular Frosted Flakes and mix them up together. <laughs> Do it yourself. And then you have it yourself. But there you go. That's what's trending. Saturday night, the Pop 2000 tour will be at Green Valley Ranch. And you've got Chris Kirkpatrick of NSYNC, Mark McGrath of Sugar Ray, O-Town, LFO, and this guy, Ryan Cabrera, will be there. We've got Ryan coming on the show in just about 10 minutes. As soon as we're done chatting with Ryan, we've got your tickets to the concert. That's Maroon 5 on Mix 94.1. It is Mercedes in the morning. And in less than seven minutes, we've got your tickets to the Pop 2000 tour. But first, let's do this. He's going to be performing at the Pop 
2000 tour at Green Valley Ranch on Saturday. Ryan Cabrera, how's it going? <laughs> What's up, guys? It's doing great. Oh, uh, so Get good excited. to talk to you. It has been a few years, but it's going to be cool to have you back in Las Vegas. Oh, my gosh. That's so, Vegas is always the best show. And I actually remember specifically, like, the last show we played there, too, like, so vividly. Uh, and it, it was like the energy that just came from the crowd for this Posse K tour was a bananas. So I'm stoked. What a lineup you guys have. Mark McGrath's going to be there at O-Town. You, Chris from NSYNC. Do you, are you like buddy-buddy with anyone in particular? Or are you friends with everybody? Oh, everybody. everybody. I mean, this tour was picked out for, for many reasons. One, uh, everybody's just incredible musicians. I mean, to have, obviously, Chris from NSYNC there, Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray. We all are you know, huge fans of his and also the nicest guy on the planet. And then me and O-Town have been boys for over 20 years, and uh, LFO uh, in the mix. Like, it's, it's literally, it's like, a, it's like a mini festival of pop music, and from all genres, like, it's just like nonstop hits. Be honest, like, some of the, you know, the styles, the fashion from the 90s and the 2000s, it's back now. So do you go back to your wardrobe and see what you wore and then wear the same stuff now? I mean, am I bringing puka shells to Vegas? <laughs> yes, I still got mine. Let's do it. <laughs> I, I'm actually, I'm in, I'm in my closet right now looking at my puka shells, and I'm grabbing them off the rack <laughs> to pack these right now. So that's happening. Oh, that's amazing. I love it. I, I cannot wait. Hey, congratulations, by the way. You just got married, didn't you? I did. I did. Thank you. I actually just literally just painted my wife. Uh, I just made her breakfast. So it's, uh, it's, it's fun to be able to, like, after a year and a half of being engaged, to be able to say, I just made my wife breakfast. Oh, of course, you got married to WWE superstar Alexa Bliss. And you we have a mutual friend, and my friend was at your wedding, and she was posting pictures. So I kind of felt like I was there Jillian? with some of the pictures she was posting. Uh, it was really cool. Who was it? Was it Jillian? No, Joylynn Johnson. Oh, JJ. Yes. Oh, I love JJ. Yeah. Dude, Joylynn jo is the best. She, uh, she went above and beyond, too, to help out with uh, Lexi and, like, her bachelorette party, which she had in Vegas. They, they, from the pictures, I mean, like, I had a good time. I went to Cancun, and we did one in Orlando. But looking at the girls' bachelorette party pictures from Vegas, I was a little jealous. Now, Mercedes is friends with The Undertaker, and she was uh, following his photos. No, and his no, it was from... my friend Joey Fatone. <laughs> my friend Joey Fatone was there. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I actually, I just got the phone with Joey. <laughs> Literally, like, 20 minutes ago. What did you guys talk about? <laughs> um, well, a couple things. One, one that I'm not allowed to talk about, uh, but that it's all good, good things to come. Uh, some collaborations that me and him are doing. Oh, see, uh, look, we just—that's called scoop, people. That's called scoop. A collaboration with you and Joey Fatone. It's, it'll be something. And then we're also doing a charity event together in two weeks, and because um, we perform together all the time, so we're figuring out, you know, the set list and like what we want to do and how we want it to go. It's, uh, it, you know, so uh, it's fun to like be a part of, you know, this whole world because I'm such a fan of all these people that I get to work with. It's going to be so much fun to see you. What, uh, of all the artists that are performing, what's your favorite song? What's the one song that you're looking forward to hearing the most? Ooh, that's a tough one because I love everybody. That's legit. Uh, usually at some point in the show, there's something that happens that's unrehearsed. So for people who, you know, uh, a lot of people that come to travel you know, around with us and come to all the shows, they notice that there's usually one thing that we all end up doing that we just figured out that day. So that's typically what I look forward to the most is what are we going to do? And then there's also, I mean, 
when Mark does, you know, like fly, you know, that we, everybody loses their, their, uh, uh, words that I can't say probably on the radio. They're S word. Yeah. I, that's how I would be when on the way down comes up. I'll be like, Oh my God, I'm going to lose my S word. <laughs> that's yeah. That's always, that's always, that's still a good time. People always ask me like, dude, you've been playing that song for 20 years. Like do you get old. I'm like, absolutely not. Every time I play it, it feels like the first time. Are you going to go out? Or are you going to cut the show Saturday night? Do you guys going to get in Friday and go out? Are you going to stay over Saturday night? What's your weekend plans in Vegas? Uh, Friday, I'm going to a show. I'm a big show guy. Now. I used to be a, you know, big go out, uh, late night kind of guy out there, but now it's more dinners and shows. And then after Saturday, I'll definitely be somewhere. Are you, are you going to go visit your old first job? I know it wasn't here in town, but you know, we have Chick-fil-A's here in, in Vegas now. Are you going to go to Chick-fil-A? Oh you're... my God. How'd you, how did you know that? That, <laughs> yeah, was, that was your job. first job, right? That, yeah, that was the only place I would hire people at the age 15. This was at that time. And here's the funny thing. So my wife, like when we first started to get to know each other, she asked my first job. And I said, oh, my first job was Chick-fil-A. She goes, that was around back then? Said, <laughs> and you said, my pleasure. <laughs> yeah, uh, not my pleasure. I was like, absolutely. I am not that old. Come on now. <laughs> but when I was 15, I, that was my first job in the uh, <laughs> I had to quit. I had to quit because I had eaten too many fried chicken sandwiches, and my order kept getting like bigger and bigger every day. So I started, you know, just Chick Fil A number one standard, and then it turned into Chick Fil A sandwich with a couple nuggies on the side. Then it turned into Chick Fil A sandwich, couple nuggies, add cheese to the sando. Then I added a brownie. Then I added the tea, and then all of a sudden I'm like, you know what? I just gained way too much weight. <laughs> so I didn't find a. A job, and I went and got a job at a radio station. <laughs> oh, I love it. Nuggies. Hearing Ryan Cabrera say nuggies, I love it. All right, we are so excited to see you Saturday night, Ryan. We have missed you. We can't wait for you to be back on stage here in town. Um, and congratulations again. We're so excited to talk to you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. He's so nice. I love him. Who wants to go see Ryan Cabrera in concert? Or Sugar Ray, or Chris Kirkpatrick, or LFO. We've got your tickets right now. Caller 20 is going to win. 702-364-9400. It's happening at Green Valley Ranch Resort. The Pop 2000 Tour. Oh, my gosh. I want to go. Good luck. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. These phones are on fire right now. All right. Let's go. Caller 20 is Kim. Good morning, Kim. You're a winner. Congratulations. Good morning. Thank you. Going to see the Pop 2000 show over at Green Valley Ranch Resort. It is going to be so much fun. You just heard Ryan Cabrera. He's going to be there. Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray. Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC. It's like all of your wildest 2000 dreams come true all on one stage. Congratulations. Thank you so much. My daughter has been dialing you for years, first thing in the morning on the way to school, and she's so excited we got through this oh, morning. Oh, yay, it finally paid off. Thank you so much for listening. And if you miss any of our interview with Ryan Cabrera, make sure you download today's podcast. You can find it at Mix941.fm. And up next, we do have the Hot 3. What do you have for us? Okay, this morning, there's a lot going on this morning. Let's talk about the people that are in the nursing field. They say it's a nursing nightmare. We're going to explain why coming up. Also, doing this on social media actually makes people respect you. We'll tell you what that is. And an alligator broke into a couple's garage. And wait until you hear what that alligator did once it got in. It's all coming up next in the Hot 3. 
It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Are you in the nursing field? How do you feel that you are treated by your patients? Well, uh, nearly 9 in 10 American nurses believe that nobody understands the work that they do. So this recent survey asked nurses about how they're perceived in their profession by the public, finding that 85% feel misunderstood by the general public. Um, 47% agree the biggest misconception about nurses is that their job is easy compared to other healthcare professionals. And 63% feel like nurses aren't seen as human by patients and doctors. Um, the survey also finds that most believe there seems to be some of the common misconceptions, 63% of nurses feel the typical ways in which their employers show appreciation is actually kind of patronizing. And a little thank you goes a long way. Most enjoy receiving verbal or written thank yous, followed by practical gifts that just help enhance their everyday lives. Nurses are angels, really are angels. The thing that's still, I mean, it's awful. Nine out of 10 don't feel appreciated. But you said from patients and doctors, what doctors are treating their nurses that way? That's awful. Yeah, it's uh, they truly are unsung heroes. Mm. I mean, yeah, the doctors get most of the credit, but I feel like I just think about all the times that I've depended on a nurse for something and they did like 90% of the job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, I mean, they they do so much. It's pretty amazing. So sweet and endearing when you walk into it. The first people you interact with, if, if you have some kind of chaos happening in the world, to, to set your mind at ease and be there through your journey at the hospital or doctor's office. We, we, they're amazing people. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. So what else is going on this morning? Do you want people to respect you on Facebook? Well, then just do this one simple thing that no one has ever done before, okay? If someone proves you wrong or makes a point, admit it. A new study found that intellectually humble behavior, like admitting you are wrong, tends to make people on social media like and respect you more. Now, different people were shown two versions of a Facebook argument. And one, the person who had just been proven wrong ended it with, I guess I'm wrong and you're right on this. Thanks for posting those links and thanks for the conversation. The other version started with, I still think I'm right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, basically, they found that refusing to concede a point makes you seem weak, not strong. So you're better off admitting it and thanking them for teaching you something. Honestly, it goes so far. But you know someone's going to read that because that first response is really nice. But someone's going to read it and and think the person's being passive aggressive or something and put put a tone on it where there shouldn't be a tone on a comment like that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Just it, it is funny, though, if you watch some of these Facebook fights and when someone is definitely wrong but they will not admit it and it's like oh come on i mean the facts are there why are you still denying it the battle is over i know <laughs> wave the flag and move on to your next post <laughs> finally this morning here's a type of weird story that could come out of florida a couple near naples named karen and jamie dobson were watching tv last week when they heard a loud crash and they thought it was a car accident but then jamie opened the side door of their garage to go outside and realized it was an alligator mm. They had left their garage door open and a seven to eight foot gator had wandered in and knocked stuff over. Jamie immediately closed the door and yelled, we have an alligator in our garage. Karen thought he was joking, but an animal handler named Trapper Ray removed the gator and relocated it, but it left a big mess behind. There was soda everywhere because it turned out that the alligator drank a bunch of their diet Coke. (laughs) <laughs> they had several cases of soda in their garage for Karen's birthday party that was coming up. And for some reason, 
That's what the Gator went straight for. The Diet Coke tore it open, ripped through a bunch of cans. Jamie says the whole thing was pretty exciting, but he's definitely keeping their garage door closed from now on. <laughs> he's all jacked up on caffeine now. What's going on, guys? Of all the things, though, I mean, there's, you know, maybe there's a freezer with some meat in there. Maybe there's some various snacks, but no, the Diet Coke, not the regular Coke, the Diet Coke. He's watching his figure. Yes, exactly. Coming up here in the dirt, Kim Kardashian is facing a Met Gala fallout. Details right around 7.15. Mix 94.1, Lady Gaga. It is 6.59, Cinco Mayo. Hey, coming up, back by popular demand, El Nemo del Tuno is coming up in honor of Cinco de Mayo, I guess. Uh, I love that game. It's so, like, you just got to be careful, JC. Some of the songs you pick sometimes are a little questionable. Hey, listen, the <laughs> translation didn't work. <laughs> you know, I thought it was an actual song. Turned out it was a parody. I and mean, if we were to flip it in English, it'd be like someone, um, you know, doing an a spa- English version of this and playing Weird Al's. Eat it and saying it's Michael Jackson's Beat It. Like I didn't know it was a parody song. And that's and that's okay. I'm yes. just giving you a hard time on that. It, These are clear. I got twelve of them, by the way. We're loaded. We're, we're loaded for El Nemo de Tuno. Oh my gosh, this is going to be very exciting. That's coming up in just a little bit. I'm still kind of uh, geeking out over uh, Ryan Cabrera, who was on the show earlier this morning. He was so much fun, and he's going to be a part of that Pop 2000 show happening at GVR this weekend. Um, that's going to be a lot of fun. It, he was talking about his first job and his first job was at chick-fil-a and uh all the perks that he got because of that i mean if you think about it my gosh free chick-fil-a chicken nuggets oh i mean they get it for free right it's not discounted yeah where he was saying how he started with the sandwich and then he would add on this and that cheese and did it and eventually his like daily order of his free lunch or whatever he got just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and then he said he kept getting bigger and bigger and too that's why he left because he was eating just chick-fil-a loaded with cheese and nuggets on top and fries he was just going to town but that is a perk if you work at chick-fil-a to get a free lunch every time that's a huge perk what was your what was your first job and what was the perk of your first job. What was one of the perks that you got? 702-364-9400. What was your first job? Did you have a, a job perk at your first job? I mean, my real true first job would have been at the Inn at Lambertville Station. I was still in, I was a senior in high school when I started working at the front desk there. And then after I graduated high school, I worked there for two years after the fact. And I started when I was 17, 18 years old. And they had um, an honor bar in the lobby of the hotel. It was a it was a full service bar with miniatures, like miniature Jack Daniels, all kind of mini- miniature absolute vodka. And it was an honor system. Guests can come down and make a make a cocktail and it, it fill out a little form, and and we would charge the the drinks to the room. <sighs> I was by myself, you know. I know the weekend was coming up, going to a couple of parties. I would buy a couple of miniatures, maybe a beer or two at full price. I would pay the full hotel price. There was no cameras or anything. And then that's how I would get some alcohol when I was under the age of 21. An honor bar is just when you like promise to pay or? Yeah, it was a complete honor system. We had no cameras, nothing. So Mercedes, if you, if you went up there and took a, a Pepsi and, and a Coors Light, there was a little slip and you're supposed to write down, you know, Mercedes room 216. I took one Pepsi and one Coors Light and then you, you drop it in this little bin the end of the night, we take out the slips and, um, but you there's no, there's no way to like confirm there's, or, oh. there's no, so I would pay for it. I would pay for it. So when they did the reconciliation the next day, they would say, oh, we sold a Jack Daniels. So and paid a full price. They just didn't know it was me that bought it. I paid cash for it. Mm-hmm. So the money was, it was in the till there, but they didn't know that the underage kid that was working the front desk was buying booze from them. Oh my goodness. So, so what was your, your first job? What was the perk of your first job? 702-364-9400. It contributed to the delinquency of a minor <laughs> for you, apparently. That, that 
is what it was. My buddies, we got a party tomorrow night. You want to come? I'm like, yeah, okay, okay. Let me, let me buy a little miniature Jack Daniels. And I'll bring you to the party. <laughs> Look, guys, it was a miniature. I got a, I got a miniature Jack Daniels. That I paid like eight dollars for. It was insane. Um, I'm trying to think. With mine, we were just talking about my first job yesterday during uh, Two Truths and One Lie. I was a, a mannequin model, and we did fashion shows and stuff. And mine wasn't as exciting, but I. It just basically negated everything I was doing for work is I just I got a 25 percent discount on all clothes at Jocelyn's, which was the department store at the time. I mean, I seriously was just like going crazy because I'd get a paycheck and then I would go spend it. And I'd spend more. So I actually ended up in a hole. So I don't know if it was th- <laughs> even a perk, honestly, but that was my, my first job perk. Your parents like, Mercedes, you're working all the time. Why are you asking us for money still? Does it make any sense? Oh, my mom would make me take her to Jocelyn's to buy stuff. And sometimes for me, like for birthdays or Christmas, and she'd be like, okay, I need your discount. So I'd have to go and I'd vow to be like, here's my employee discount. And then I'd have to walk away while my mom bought the stuff because she still <laughs> wanted the discount. That's a perk, though. Yeah, a big perk. I guess. Steph, what was your first job and what was the big perk? I worked as a coach at Chula Vista Middle School. And at the end of the year, they would do this huge dance competition at amusement parks. So sometimes I would go to like Knott's Berry Farm or Six Flags Magic Mountain for free. We just had to fundraise the money, but we, we still technically got in with that fundraising money. So that was really fun. Oh, man. Would you go out and party at night and stuff when the kids were sleeping? Absolutely not. We would. <laughs> they made, made sure we didn't get a hotel room. We would bust there that same morning. And then after the competition was done, after the award ceremony... We had to bust back. So oh. there was no partying. <laughs> they made sure of it. <laughs> so many texts are coming in. Um, Baskin Robbins, all the free ice cream you could want. Uh, this one says Starbucks, first job, free coffee all the time. This one says uh, first job was working for a doctor. Perk. We had free medical care, especially the stitches when I sliced my thumb changing the toilet paper. Don't ask. Ouch. Oh, but I really want to ask, but I won't. Uh, first job was Taco Bell. And yes, free food. As I worked the late shift, instead of repacking everything for storage the next day, we would just make ourselves food. So I'd be carrying back like five pounds of food with me. <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you're the closer and there's just the leftovers, that is a perk. Your family's going to love you for that, too. Oh, for bring sure. Food. Didn't your brother work at Denny's or Arby's? Uh, Arby's. He'd bring home Arby's. Or, and then he also worked at KFC. He'd bring st- he'd always bring chicken home. That's he, a score. I, but we just got so sick of it because there was always chicken. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, boy. Coming up here in the dirt, Kim Kardashian is facing a Met Gala fallout. Let's see if you agree or disagree. Story in about 10 minutes. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 2022 inductees were announced Wednesday. The ceremony is going to take place Saturday, November 5th in L.A. We talked about the, um, the the nominees yesterday. But I have a little quick game for you. Who is worth more from the class of 2022 inductees, okay? So who's worth more? Dolly Parton. Working Or Carly Simon. I mean, first instinct was to say Dolly Parton. So I'm going to go with that. Dolly Parton worth $805 million. Carly Simon worth $80 million. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's a big disparity there. I thought maybe it was a trick question or something like that. But there you go. Just go with your gut. How about Lionel Richie? Going into the Hall of Fame this year or Eminem? 
say Eminem on this one. Lionel Richie's worth 200 million. Eminem, three, uh, 230 million. Sorry, 230. Okay. I'll do one more here. Let's do this one right here. How about uh, Duran Duran? Actually, we'll go with Simon LeBon from Duran Duran. Simon alone. Or we have the Eurythmics. Let's go with Annie Lennox. Simon or Annie, who is worth more money? Let's go with Simon. Simon LeBon is worth $65 million. Annie Lennox worth $60 million. You are correct. That one was close, though. They're, they're you know, $5 million. That's just a bad day at the stock market right? for someone worth a lot of, a one lot of money. One more hit record. She'll be back on top. Yeah. Kim Kardashian wore Marilyn Monroe's iconic dress to the Met Gala on Monday. I think a lot of us saw that. She shared that she dropped 16 pounds to get into it. And Lily Reinhardt is slamming Kim because of this. She took to her Instagram to share that it's so wrong to admit to starving yourself to fit into a dress. And a lot of people are actually really upset with Kim and her comments about losing that much weight so quickly in order just to fit to fit into an outfit for one evening. I uh, yeah, I I remember thinking, wow, that's not a great message to send to people. Like, hey, crash diet, three weeks, sixteen pounds. I just think of all the young girls or, or maybe not so young girls who saw that and are like oh I, I, I want to do that you know it's just it was a bad message it really was and then with maybe prom coming up oh I'm going to lose that weight to get into a prom dress you don't need to do that eatingwell.com by the way I was reading some articles about this whole thing they had an article about how bad it is to lose weight to fit into an outfit now according to their nutritionist the most weight someone can healthy healthily Healthily lose in a week is at most two pounds. If you lose any more than that, they say it likely means your calorie intake is so low that you're missing out on important nutrients from food. Yeah, that's uh, that was that was kind of cringy. Definitely agree. Top Gun. So it turns out Lady Gaga isn't the only artist contributing a song to the Top Gun Maverick soundtrack. The track list for the record has just been released, revealing that One Republic has a song. It's called I Ain't Worried, which will be uh, released on May 13th. So One Republic is has a song on the Top Gun soundtrack. Did you hear anything about that song? Have you heard that song? I have not heard anything about that song as of yet. Uh, have you heard anything? Nothing. So here's the Lady Gaga one. Hold my hand. So But we'll get a taste of that One Republic song on, on May 13th. I'm looking forward to it. Just heard really good things about the movie. I wasn't that excited about it until I started hearing everybody talk about how great it is. They did a, a premiere last night in San Diego. Same thing. Reviews from that one are coming out that it was great. And then the original score, which is this from the first Top Gun, is going to be in the next Top Gun as well. It's going to be good. Well, speaking of good, are you Are you ready? It's been it's been a few months since we have done El Nemo del Tuna. We heard your uh, your pleas for this to come back, and uh, yeah, we are going to play El Nemo del Tuna. It is uh, basically songs that are sung in Spanish. You have to try to figure out what song you're listening to. Sometimes it's pretty obvious. Sometimes it's kind of difficult. We're going to put you all to the test here. Coming up next till Nemo Neptuno. <laughs> back, baby. Here we go. Now back to Mercedes in the morning. The first thing I turn on when I wake up. The best. On Mix 94.1. All right. You asked. And we are here 
to do what you ask. It is time for El Nemo del Tuno, the very, very worldwide popular game that we've played. Uh, people ask us about it all the time. And it's a hit. We finally decided to bring it back. <laughs> it is a smash hit. So I got 12 of these. Might not get to all 12, but I'm going to play the, the, the Spanish cover ver- version of a song. And Mercedes, you and you listening have to identify what song it is. It's very simple. Okay. Let's uh, give it a try. Let's get things going this morning with El Nemo del Tuno. Hopefully you start out with an easy one. Okay, us. here is the first one. Solo de nuevo otra vez. Oh, solo estamos tú y yo. Sabes que no es como ayer. Solo está. Do you know that one, Mercedes? Oh, that is the number one song in the country, as it was by Harry Styles. Great. I like the Spanish version. Wasn't it? This is so nice. This guy's smooth. Let's, let's like make them interchangeable. Let's sometimes play Harry, sometimes play that guy. That was really good. Number two. I like to hear what words they use for other words. Like, I want to know how you say levitating in Spanish. <laughs> That's levitating by Dua Lipa. I got you. Two for two and two solid covers, too, by the way. Those are really good. I Much respect to the, the people singing those covers. Those are really good. High quality right there. Yeah, but now we go to a kid that was in his bedroom for track number three. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to put this up on YouTube. <laughs> this little kid was so proud of himself. Here we go. Check this one out. I I didn't know it until I recognized what they said in the chorus. I'm still standing. Yeah, Elton John. (laughs) It was in his bedroom. His mom came in at one point. Mom, get out! Actually, wasn't that bad. I thought it, I thought it would be worse. I thought that was pretty good. It was good. It was good. Okay, let me uh, let me mix it up here and go. Uh... We're playing El Nemo del Tuno. In case you don't know, Let's see if you can recognize what the song is in Spanish. This one here. Donde los valientes libres son, ven a pasear a la distancia. No duraremos hoy. No queda mucho tiempo hoy. Derribar el muro del jardín. <laughs> Life is a highway. Yes. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Uh, are you getting these or are they too difficult? Uh, let us know. Or if you want to take a guess at one of them, you can call us at 702-364-9400. Let's move up to this one here. Oh, 
Spanish. It's just as emotional. Driver's license. Yes. She sounded good. This girl is spot on. Where are you getting these? These are really good. Yeah, the the, um, covers have really stepped the game in the past couple years. This is good stuff. Wow. Okay, let's uh, uh, let's see what you think of this one here. Chameleon. Final answer? Yes. Oh my God. Some of these I cannot tell until they say the chorus. That one was funny. It's, it's interesting to hear the translations, how things translate. They're not exact at all, but some of them um, are pretty spot on. <laughs> and then you get to the chorus and it's like, oh, okay, that's what it is. Here's the next one. You're on fire, by the way. Well, I, I don't think these are that hard, honestly. I mean, if you know the tune of the song. You're going to get them, right? Yeah. It's just fun hearing these covers. Here, this next one. in Spanish? Does he know Spanish? Because it sounds just like Eddie Vedder. Good, right? I, I don't remember the name of the song, but I know it's Pearl Jam. What's the song? Uh, uh, this is Pearl Jam Black. Oh, Black. He sounded just like him. That's good. That one was really good. I'm impressed. Even though mm, <laughs> those were like right on. <laughs> here is uh, one more here in El Nemo del Tuno. I mean, I know it, but I just want to hear it. I could see JC be thinking he's being all sneaky the night before. Google. The gambler in Spanish. Here we go. <laughs> I love that guy's sound. Oh, that's cute. The gambler. <laughs> I'll be honest. Some of these, I like the Spanish versions better. <laughs> right? Uh, you want to do one more? Yeah, let's do one more. Uh, one let's, more. Let's go here with this one. And you thought we wouldn't get through all of them. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> so it's the music you know. I know. Um, here's this last one. This is my favorite. Oh, hold on, I think I turn this button on here. On you. I, you basically, El Nemo del Tuno has turned into Let's Guess JC's favorite songs in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> the Gambler. 
Karma Chameleon. Girls just want to have fun. I mean, these were literally all of your favorite songs. Harry Styles, number one. Elton John. I love me some Tom Cochran. Oh, that's funny. That was good. There you go. Another uh, another segment of El Nemo del Tuno. We I can't tell you how many uh, texts and emails we got about that one asking if we were ever going to bring it back. So there you go. I think you went 10 for 10. Did I? I, I think mean, so. It wasn't that difficult. I'm no. guessing most people went 10 for 10. What's that? Yeah. There we go. Let's El Nemo del Tuno. Get me, get me a song where they change the tune. And sing in Spanish, then it would be more difficult. Ooh. I don't think they do that. Though. Yeah, that's, that's a hard not, one to find. Yeah. You can't find that on YouTube. <laughs> it's time next for the hot three. What do you have for us? All right. Do you like having conversations with strangers? Maybe you're underestimating how good that w- it would feel to do that. We'll talk about a new study that just came out. Also, who's more likely to teach kids about money, moms or dads? And a lady stole something that was on display at an art museum and um, tailored it to to be something that she could actually wear. We'll explain what happened coming up next in the Hot 3. You just talked about it yesterday, and here it is. That's a great-sounding song, Mercedes. I love it. it it's M. Behold. Uh, she is so talented, and I'm so glad that we're playing the song. Keep those requests <laughs> coming. If you want to hear it, we'll play it. Yeah, we hear you guys. Now, coming up, 8 o'clock, it's Thursday. We have Incoherent. Can you guess the gibberish? We'll find out in about 10 minutes. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. A new study has found that people incorrectly believe that their conversations would become more and more dull and awkward over time as they run out of things to talk about with strangers. People tend to underestimate how much they would enjoy having a conversation with a stranger. Instead, conversations lasting up to a half hour or lasted up to a half hour resulted in either a stable or increasing level of enjoyment in a new study. So researchers did five experiments and um, they had strangers they were instructed to continue their their conversations with each other and they reported having more topics to discuss than they actually anticipated when two strangers got together they actually enjoyed themselves more than they expected as well and that is that people just underestimate how much they would enjoy themselves if conversations continued the researchers also found that participants who were asked to write down a few topics to discuss with their their partner prior to their conversation tended to have more accurate expectations. And then in this final experiment, the researchers found that people who were required to continue talking for 25 minutes reported significantly greater enjoyment compared to those who were able to cut their conversation short. Where do you stand on, on having conversations with complete strangers? I, I think I'm in that I, in that kind of assumption where I'm like, oh, no, no I don't want to have a conversation with a stranger. But then... Same thing. As it happens, I find that I really enjoy myself. I I enjoy talking to people, learning more about them. So I go into it not wanting to do it. But then once I'm in it, I actually really enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, How about you? Uh, Yeah. I think it also depends on my mood, too. There's times where I I love it. There's other times where I don't want to talk to anybody. So it depends on the situation. Where we go to dinner every Friday night, Other Mama, we sit at the bar every, every Friday night. And it's I'm always have the empty spot next to me. So I know there's going to be a stranger 
nine times out of ten, sitting next to me. And at some point in the night, you end up talking to this person because you're pretty much sitting elbow to elbow with them. And I look forward to that, learning new stories, some people that are traveling in and out of town, locals. We've made friends that way. So I do enjoy it in that kind of atmosphere, a restaurant, social atmosphere. I do enjoy it. I think it's just opening yourself up to that and not going in with a bad attitude. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we're all guilty of that. Sometimes we're just like, I don't want to talk to anyone. But then once you let yourself do it, it's like, Oh, wow. That was actually pretty cool, you know? So I guess give strangers a chance. And you don't have to just talk about the weather. There's other things you can talk about, too. Yeah. there's. Many, I remember one night there was a guy came in by himself, was sitting next to me, and he was. we could tell he was new to the restaurant. And he could tell he was from out of town because he was asking the server some questions and stuff. And Laura looks at me. She goes, I'm going in. I'm like, huh? And she just leans over me. She goes, hi, I'm Laura. What's your name? He's like, hi, I'm John. She's like, oh, where are you from here? He's like, no, I'm visiting. And the guy was really cool. He had a travel blog, and we learned all about this guy, but it was just a simple striking up that conversation. Yeah. And uh, you never know what you're going to find out. Taking that initiative. Yeah. Also this morning, it's almost Mother's Day, and in addition to everything else, moms are teaching their kids about money. A new poll from the National Financial Educators Council asked adults, who, which parent taught you the most about money and personal finance? And 31% of people said it was their mother. 23% said their father and nearly 47% said neither, which is a sign that we could obviously be doing better people. Um, when, when people were asked about the quality of the financial habits and behaviors they picked up from their parents, more than 50% said it was positive and only 8% described those habits as very negative. So do you think Matt's the spender, you're the saver, or is it a 50-50 split in your relationship? Oh, no. It's definitely what you said. Matt's Matt's the spender, and I'm the (laughs) saver. 100%. Do you see Sophie and Brooklyn as spenders or as savers? We can see whose habits they're picking up on. How do they fall? It's funny, because one is like Matt, one is like me. Sophie is a saver like me, and Brooklyn is a spender. She's like, the second she has money in her pocket, she wants to spend (laughs) it. It's on fire, burn it Yeah, it's just really funny. Uh, How about you? Are you a spender or a saver? In our, no, I'm the saver in our relationship. Laura's definitely the spender. And she works hard. She makes she makes the money. So yeah. I'm not going to come down on her. But yeah, I am definitely the... Uh, she'll be like, we should do this. I'm like, eh, I don't know the cost. And she's like, let's just do it. And she does it and, and gets things done. So she's she's the spender. Yeah, it's, a, it, it's funny because I... <laughs> We'll always try to like find a deal on something. And my husband's more of the instant gratification. He's like, oh, forget deals. <laughs> hey, there, it's, it's available right now. Let's get it. And sometimes that works because his whole theory is if it's available, get it while it's there because it might not be available tomorrow. I, on the other hand, I'm like, I'll just wait till it goes on sale. I'll just wait till I get a coupon code or something like that. And if it's not there, it means I wasn't meant to have it. It wasn't meant to be. <laughs> yes. yes. Finally, this morning, I feel like this is bound to happen when you take everyday objects and call them art. A modern art museum in Paris recently added a new piece that was just a blue jacket hanging on a nail. That was the art installation. There were postcards of Picasso paintings in the pockets that people could take out and look through. So it was like an interactive art display. But unfortunately, a 72-year-old woman did not realize it was art and she took it. She walked off with it one day and the whole thing was caught on security cameras, but no one knew who she was. So they couldn't track her down. Thankfully, they did eventually get the jacket back, but the artist's vision has been totally ruined now because the lady who took the jacket... Had it tailored. (laughs) (laughs) A woman after my own heart. Smart. She came back to the museum a few days later actually wearing the jacket. And cops happened to be there collecting evidence. Even if she didn't know it was art, she still stole it. 
So they arrested her, but ultimately decided to let her off with a warning. The museum said that, sadly, the piece was not insured. Basically, they said it was obvious this type of thing could happen, so no one would even dare to insure it. I love how she came back, though. She got away with it, got a tailor, and then she comes back wearing it. Was she flaunting the thing, or just maybe probably wasn't thinking of where she was going? I think she was probably just going back to the museum. Like, yo, last time I went there, I found myself a cool jacket. Let's go back and see what we can find this time. That's awesome. It's Thursday morning. It's time for Incoherent. Can you guess the gibberish? I'm not even keeping score. Like, what's the score? I know we're keeping score. I don't even it's just know. Too much fun I think playing. I think uh, Steph sent them this morning. Oh, she and I are tied at five. You have four. It's it's like not even a thing to me. It's just fun to play. Can you guess what we're trying to say? It's all based off of the game Incoherent. That we we bought this on Amazon. Y- you hear a phrase that might sound completely like it makes sense to you but to us we have no idea what we're saying we try to guess and that's all coming up next with incoherent on mix 94.1 all right it is time to guess the gibberish it is time to play incoherent we play this every thursday at eight o'clock uh here's the game if you're live streaming on facebook uh we have a set of seven cards each and we all have to guess what we're saying it's easier said than done. It's actually very difficult. So far, the score is five me, four JC, five Steph. And Steph, you won last week, yes, right? Yes, I All did. Right. I did. So that means that you get to start things off today. Ooh. You get to decide who is going to be giving you your clues. And if you want to check this out, we are live streaming on Facebook right now. You can check that out. A quick side note, too. We play the family version. Have you seen online some of the uh, dirtier versions, pe- like families playing oh, and stuff? Oh, my. So funny. There's one that's floating around on Instagram right now, and it's just... I'm dying laughing. We should do one, but off the air. Off the air. Like, oh, we couldn't uh, say some Instagram of this stuff. Instagram only or a YouTube only type of deal. That'd be fun. That's actually a good idea. We should do that. <laughs> Hearing grandma say certain oh. things and she doesn't know she's saying it. It's like, grandma. Okay. Didn't you say it was do one with us, Mercedes? I did. I did do one with you. I Something with her. Harry. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. I have it in my archive somewhere. I'll have to see what it was. All right. So, Steph, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Uh, Let's do you, Mercedes. Okay. All right. I've got your cards ready to go. I'm going to hold them up. Mm -hmm. And you try to guess the gibberish. You did so well last week. Didn't she almost like set a new record or something? What is the record? Six? I think it's five. Five? Okay. All right. You guys ready? I'm ready. Start now. Oh, or we tear yacht. Or we, or we tear, or we tear yacht. Are we there yet? Yes. Ah. <laughs> Coplay o site. Coplay o Coplay o site. Coplay. Go play o site. Go play. Go play o site. Go play. Go play outside. Go play outside. Yes. Ah! Unhoy ink sibling. Annoy annoying sibling. Yes. yes. Bowar ain't sure. Ooh, oh, that man. was hard. You did well, though. Those were hard. You got three. Okay. That, uh, not too bad. Do you want to try this uh, last one that I had up? Yeah, give her a second. She'll See get if it. if you can get this. Bowar ain't shores. Bowar ain't shores. Bowar. Bowar ain't Something ain't yours. Do you know it, JC? Borrow yours, something with your chores. Your hint is TV show of superheroes. TV show. Superheroes. Ba- oh, Battle of the Superstars? Battle of the Stars? Bower. <laughs> <laughs> Was that a show in the 80s, Battle of no. the Stars? What is it? 
Power Rangers. Oh, my gosh. That was was tough. That was tough. Three for Steph. Okay, since uh, she picked me, it's my turn to go. That means, JC, you've got my card ready to go. So I got to get three to tie, four to win. And you start. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Start now. Consistent Eves. Consistent. Consistent. Sit, teach, Eves. Kansas Sit, teach, Eves. Kansas City Chiefs. Find Tink Nemo. Finding Nemo. Yes. Um, Bean, not bud her aunt jelly. Peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Um, Pilly Ale Isle itch. Pilly Isle. Billy Eilish. No. I, I didn't get it. I, I didn't get it. I, I was after. Oh, oh you were saying it. Kansas City Chiefs like five times. I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. Oh, oh man. All so right. we're tied. Three, yeah, we're tied. three apiece. Okay. JC beat us. Yeah, come on, JC. Four. It's your week. You got this. Right. We don't want to go into tiebreaker situations because no. we don't know how to handle it. <laughs> please get four. Please get four. Okay. All right, Steph, are you ready? I'm ready. And let me hit the clock and we go now. Right tens Chalcon. Right tins chalkon. Right tins chalkon. Pass. <laughs> so leap pinking. So leap pin pinking. So leap pinking. So leap pinking. Sleeping. So leap. So leap pinking. You're saying it. So leap pinking. Slow pinking. Slow pinking. So leap pinking. Pinking. So leap. So leap pinking. Sleeping in. Your hint for this last one was waking up at noon. Sleeping in. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And then try try this one last time. Wrighton's Chodcon. Wrighton's Chodcon. Hint is front seat. Riding shotgun. That was tough. So we got a tiebreaker. Okay. So that means um, I have three cards. JC, you should have three cards left for yep, me. Yeah, I got three. Yeah. So, do we want? How do we want to do this? We change our tiebreaker rules every time. Do we want to see who could get the three in th- the fastest, or do we just want to give like fifteen or thirty seconds to get these three? Why don't we just do the three? I give you the three. You give Steph the three. Yeah, and see what happens. Okay. And we have a tie. We'll figure it out. Okay. Okay. All right. Who's so first? You're first since you uh, went first, and then JC gives me my cards. No, I have your. Oh, cards. okay. I'm sorry. Unless you want. I mean, no, no, we no, can no, switch no. it up. Can we switch it up? No, let's do Mercedes. Okay. Give my cards. Okay. okay. Are we ready? ready? Yeah, 30 seconds. Can, can you see how long it takes her? Do you have like a timer to see how long it takes um, her? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you, you ready? No. Tough hay writing. Tough hay for rich child. Tough hay for rich child. Tough hay. Tough hay. Tough hay for rich child. What pass? It's not Hewitt's me. It's not. It's not you. It's me. Yes. Calling your mom. Calling your home. Whom? Calling your home. Calling your home. Home. Whom? Oh my gosh. What? You said it right. Is it calling your mom? No. Oh, I thought because you, you said calling your mom. It looks like that to me. Calling Th- that. This the hint. What's said when it's a mess? Call. Clean your room. Yes. Clean your room. Yeah. Oh. Whoa. And this one, this one was tough. Tough. Yeah. Tough. Hey, for rich child. Tough. Hey, for rich child. 
Tough for a child? Baby John, is this in your family? M- the middle child. No. The baby child. The favorite child. The favorite. The favorite child. He's the favorite. <laughs> <laughs> baby is. John, is this he the is. favorite child? So you got Aww. one. So Mercedes got 30 seconds. <sighs> to get two. To get two. Oh, boy. Okay. Please don't let me just get one. <laughs> Either get zero or two. <laughs> right. You'll get it. You'll get okay. it. Okay. All right. Uh, let me get ready here. And we start. Whole gum in queen. Home gum in homecoming queen. Yep. Um, lean ink tau war rough pisa. Leaning tower of pisa. Yep. We got a winner. Uh, I'll hike peg bus hike and hot done high. Oh my gosh. I'll, I'll hike I'll hike peg bus hike and hot done high. I'll hike <laughs> peg bus. I'll hike. Oh my gosh! Steph, what the I, I want you guys to. I just really. You guys keep trying, Steph. You try too. Okay, I'll hike, peg bus, hike, and hot don't high. Keep trying, Mercedes. I'll hike, peg, bus, hike, and hot don't high. Give us a hint. It's a song. I'll hike, peg, bus, hike, and hike don't high. <laughs> you kind of had it. Yeah, you started. I'll, I'll hike. I'll hike. I'll walk 500 miles? No. no. I'll, I'll hike, peg, bus, hike, and hot, done, hike. I don't know. What it's is a song it? about booties. I've got big butts and I cannot lie. Oh, I, I like, like big, big butts. butts. <laughs> <laughs> These other ones oh, can't deny. Oh, my, my gosh. gosh. What a tough that one. That was a hard week. You know the oh longest one gosh. ever. That is, I like big butts one here. That was. I... <laughs> That should not be allowed. That is way too long. But there we go. I guess I win this week by one. Good job, Mercedes. Uh, That was tough. I feel like you should get half a point for that because of the effort put into that. I think I might quit after this one. No, that was like, whoa. It makes me realize how I need another cup of coffee. It drains you. Yeah, you got to wake up when you do this game. Oh, my gosh. Well, there you go. Incoherent. That was fun. Nice job, you guys. Every Thursday, 8 a.m. is when we do Incoherent. Now, coming up next, how would you like to see the Jonas Brothers, John Legend, Aerosmith, Shania Twain, or Miranda Lambert, you get to pick when you win Heads Up. And we do that right around 825. It is Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. How would you like to see the Jonas Brothers, John Legend, maybe Aerosmith, Shania Twain, or Miranda Lambert? You get to pick the show you want to go to when you win Heads Up in just about seven minutes. It is 818. Is there a family member that you have that you're you're jealous of? And and why are you jealous? I mean, jealousy can be, it can be an ugly thing, but like playfully jealous. Like, oh man, my, you know, my brother-in-law, he's got it made because of whatever. Or my mom, I am jealous of my mom because she blah, blah, blah. What What is the reason why you're, you're jealous of a family member? 702-364-9400. I'm just going to say it. I am so jealous of my sister. My sister, she travels all over the world. Every time I talk to her, she's either planning for getting ready to go on or she just got back from an amazing trip. And she's in Tahiti. Tahiti. I mean, my sister goes to the most amazing places like on vacation just for for whatever reason. Uh, She's been to she's been to Egypt and in Thailand and in Japan, 
Australia, the Maldives. I was like, what's the Maldives? What is that? She's like, it's islands. I'm like, what? She's, she goes all over the world. You name it, she's probably been there. I am so jealous of the world traveler that she's become. Is she going there for work? Or is she working remotely? And her husband, Andrew, is he going with her on these trips? What, how are they going on so many trips? They, work they go together. Both? No, and it's not work related. They both work remotely. They don't need to, they don't need to, they can work wherever they want. So they're like, hey, want to go to Egypt? Yeah, that sounds cool. And then they'll, they'll go. And then, you know, there's pictures of her like riding camels near the pyramids. And, and I'm just like, what the heck? I, it's it's amazing. I'm living vicariously through her, just seeing all of these amazing places. I say jealous. It's not like in a bad way. I'm like, please tell me about where you're going next. I want to hear all about it. Like, give me all the details. I love it. So I am definitely jealous of my sister for the world traveler that she has become. It is kind of cool. I love it. And I'm so happy for her. But yeah, I'm, there's part of me that's like, man, I wish I could go to all yeah, these places. The party wants to be there and, and, yeah. and enjoy all those things. Okay. So who, what family member are you jealous of? 702 Three six four ninety four hundred. If I had to say, for me, it would be Laura's aunt and uncle, Walton Les. Why? They are both retired, and they are loving the retirement life. And she FaceTimes with them every Sunday night about four o'clock. And sometimes I pop in and say hi to them. But you know, you know Sunday at you know four o'clock, you're getting ready for work. The weekend's coming; it's unwinding. Some, some of the stresses, the week starts to take over me. I'm just, I'm not in a full relaxation headspace because everything's about to start back up on Monday. And I'll pop in, and there they are. So it's seven o'clock back east. Walt has a glass of whiskey. She's got a glass of wine. Hey, JC, how's it going? All's well out there. Aww. We're going out to dinner. Like it's seven o'clock. Yeah, doing a late dinner. Or they just got done dinner. It's just they're so like relaxed and just chill. And I'm like, ah, I gotta get up early for work tomorrow. Everything starts back up tomorrow. And look at you two, just completely relaxed, just soaking in the retirement. They're, they went on a trip um, this week somewhere, to like three different countries. I don't know where they're going. But, oh, my gosh. But it's that moment of seeing them. And Walt always has. He picks it up and he's like, yes, yeah, so how's the radio station? And takes a sip of his whiskey. And I'm like, look at you. Living the good life. No worries at all in that man's life right now. That's, uh, But that's what they work so hard for, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that is so well-deserved. You say you're jealous, but you're actually probably really happy for them. But yeah, a little bit, a little bit jealous. And it's that one moment in time where it's like your Sunday night is stress-free you're having another glass of wine because you don't have to work tomorrow it's like that's it that one moment like ah yeah so nice, <laughs> so nice. getting some text here who what family member are you jealous of and why uh who has the best one 702-364-9400 this text says dang your sister must not have kids lol correct <laughs> she does not <laughs> she and her husband they go everywhere they want and they they don't have kids and my mom i think is kind of pressuring her like hey you know you guys are gonna have kids and she's out oh, she's like nah it, it sounds too hard <laughs> that's what she always says she's like it sounds too hard i don't want to do that uh this one says i'm jealous because my brother has the most gorgeous long upturned eyelashes mine are blonde short and grow down off my face oh the eyelashes i mean there's a fix for that obviously but yeah when they have it naturally and they probably don't even appreciate it it's like oh my gosh your lashes are so amazing this one says i'm jealous my sister she has a hobby farm and i love that she gets to have a bunch of pets yeah just animals everywhere i think that would be amazing what's a hobby farm i don't know it's a farm you're just it's a you, you're hobby. Not, yeah, you're not doing corn or growing corn or anything. You're just kind of hanging out. You own a big farm and just do whatever you want to do. Hobby yeah. farm sounds fun. Or maybe that was spell check uh, that changed something. Maybe <laughs> it was something else. Uh, let us know if you just texted us that. Uh, Steph, there's got to be a family member 
that you're jealous of. Who is it? My dad. He is self-employed. He works from home. He can work anywhere in the world, technically. And he sings in a band. He gets to play music on the weekends. And he's learning how to DJ. Aw, that's so sweet. Isn't that awesome? <sighs> and he, he just seems happy. You know, yes. when you just get happy vibes from someone, I get happy vibes from your dad. Can we book him for a gig with this, the DJing is up and running? Absolutely. He's already doing gigs at the moment. Actually. Is he like what weddings and stuff? Or? He does like uh, family events and stuff. That's <laughs> like, cool. What the heck? Aww. Can I be your MC? Yeah, yeah really. <laughs> that is a good for him. He deserves it too. He's good vibes. Time to win right now. We want caller 20 at 702-364-9400. That's you. You're playing heads up and check out this prize. We have in honor of it's National Concert Week, a pair of tickets that you get to pick courtesy of Live Nation. You have your choice from the Las Vegas residencies of the Jonas Brothers, John Legend, Aerosmith, Shania Twain, or Miranda Lambert. All you got to do is be caller 20 right now. You get to pick your category and your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you will win. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. All right. Our contestant is Bree. Good morning, Bree. How you doing? Good morning. I am good. Oh, good. You're going to be great here in just a couple of minutes because we want to make you a winner with Heads Up. Pick a category this morning. Do you want to go with airport or FM radio? Let's go with FM radio. FM radio. National uh, Public Radio Day was on Wednesday. These are all things that are associated with radio. Now, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Uh, I'll pick you, Mercedes. Okay. Bree, you got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct, and you're the winner, and you start now. When we ask you to be caller 20, it's to win this. Uh, uh, what? Uh, uh, the grand? Price. Yes. Um, these play so we can pay our bills. We run these. Oh, like, like they advertise. They're also called what? Ads. Um, another word for ads on TV. The fast forward through the Purple. what? The, yes. This is what we wear on our ears so we can hear. Headphones. Yes. Um, Mix ninety four point one is the name of this. Radio station. Yes. Um, we just had Ryan Cabrera on this morning, and we conducted this with him. We had a what? Like, how are oh, you I today? Um, how are you today? I'm fine. Okay. How are you? This is a... Uh, uh, let's pass. Um, the music comes out of these in your car. Speaker. Yes. We talk into one of these so you can hear us. Microphone. Yes! yes! Yay! <laughs> oh, I was getting nervous there, but you pulled through. Bree, congratulations. I was so oh, you got it. No worries. Thank you. Great job, Bree. And you get to pick between the Jonas Brothers, John Legend, Aerosmith, Shania Twain, Miranda Lambert, whichever show you want to see. It's all part of Live Nation's Concert Week, where they're offering all in tickets for just $25. This runs through May 10th, so take advantage of this great deal. Now, next hour, 9 4 40, you're going to Disneyland. We got a four pack of tickets for you to Disneyland. It all happens at 940. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. Mix 94.1. It is uh, Cinco de Mayo. Are you guys going to do anything? Uh, are you going to go party tonight? Get some margaritas and some tacos <laughs> and stuff. That sounds good. I got a buddy. Actually, I actually got a buddy of mine in town right now from Philly, a high school friend that I haven't seen in like in person in probably 20 years. 
It's been a long time, maybe 23 years. And every so often there'll be a, a text chain going on or something I'll be on. But he's in town right now. And he gave me a heads up like about a month ago that he's coming to town. And he's got a busy schedule. I got a busy schedule. And it's a hard. We're trying to connect, but we can't. And he's hitting me up to go like go get a drink or do something late at night. And it's like, man, I, I get up at 3 o'clock in the morning. I can't like, is there something about your job that people just don't understand? And I feel like he doesn't understand that I get up at 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I, I can't go out at 8 o'clock at night on, on a Tuesday night and get drinks with you. It sounds fun, but I'll be dead the next day. I just, I just can't do it. And he keeps asking. It's like, I appreciate the offer, but I'll be dead. I can't do it. I get up at 3 o'clock in the morning for work. Yeah, I think that it just doesn't sink in, the, the weird hours of our job. That's definitely something that, that people don't get about morning radio or some people do i'm sure but yeah especially when people come into town and they want you to drop everything for them being here and don't get me wrong i'm super excited when people come to visit but weeknights i I always say they're off limits i don't do stuff on weeknights i mean it's got to be a big thing for me to to do something on a weeknight so i can totally relate to what you're saying or the misconception too that we're free at 10 o'clock like, yeah, you're done at 10. Oh, my gosh, Let's I wish. go do this. Let's go do that. <laughs> like, my afternoons, our afternoons are, are full. We're busy all throughout the day. And that's, I think, another misconception about this job is that, yeah, 10 o'clock, that we're just free for the rest of the day until we come back in at 530. What is the thing that people don't get about your job that you want to set the record straight? Like, look, this is what I do. And let me tell you something that you guys just don't, are not getting about my job. 702-364-9400. I think this is a public service announcement because everyone can then say, oh, I didn't realize that this is the case for nurses or this is the case if you work in fast food or what? what is the misconception about your job that people just are not understanding? Uh, let us know. 702-364-9400. I think the, the one you just said is the biggest one I get and it makes me insane. Sometimes people are like, man, that's going to be easy. You just have to talk on the radio and from six to 10 and then that's it. And I'm like, First of all, our show starts at five. Thank you very much. <laughs> Second of all, we're, I'll be lucky if I get out of here at 10, 30, 11. I'm usually here yesterday. What time was it when I left, Steph? Because you were still here. It was afternoon. Yeah, I think you were here till, here till like, what, 12, 1230? Yeah, I know it was later because I, I was just like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> what what time is it? I had so much I had to do after the show. I had some meetings. I had to do an interview, like just so much. So that is definitely a misconception that we just show up, talk and leave. No, and there's zero prep. Not. There's zero prep. You just go. Oh, my gosh. Hey, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? We both have literally pages and pages of stuff. Now, granted, it's not scripted because people will ask me that, too. Like, who writes the scripts for your show? I'm like, what? Writes the scripts? What are you talking about? Like, oh, you just talk off the cuff? I'm like, yeah. Hold on. Let me see what I'm supposed to say next. <laughs> yes, wait, that's, uh, that is what we wait, do. What page are you on? Page yeah. six? Seven. Okay, seven. Okay. Yes, we talk. We are spontaneous. That is correct, JC. Now it is time to go to our request lines and take some calls at 702-364-9400. Let us talk to, insert name here, Caitlin. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Someone's buying it. Like, I knew it. They're like, I knew that the whole time. Caitlin, good morning. What is the misconception about your job that you want to clear up? So as an event coordinator, people just don't understand that these events do not put themselves together. It is months of work, months of all of our time. And when you guys come and don't appreciate it, it is so hurtful to us. Oh, I know. Because you could you put them on so flawlessly that people just assume that they just popped up. Like they just happened, yeah. right? 
Yeah, or they'll just like write you the day before the event, like, can I get in? No, no. <laughs> I love that. Thank you, Caitlin. Your hard work is appreciated. I mean, my gosh, that's got to be such a difficult job and having to deal with so many different people, different personalities. That's got to be hard. Let's talk to Kevin. Kevin, you're in surveillance. What is the misconception about your job? Oh. Hello? Oh, no. He's. he's yeah. Are you there? Yep. Okay, what is it for you? So, for me, I do. I've been doing casino surveillance for the last five years. And what it is, when you tell them you do surveillance, they're like, oh, you're with security. Like, no, we're not even in the same department or the same concept. So you you observe people. You you see what they're up to. You don't go and get people. You observe them. Correct. We watch the people. We watch the money, the currency, the transactions, um, when they take the money out of the boxes, the count rooms. I mean, we're looking for FBI bolos, people, you know, people on the lookout. Um, we're looking for wanted criminals, cheaters. Yeah, we look for everything. Do you uh, do you see people who don't realize they're being watched, like, you know, picking wedgies out of their butt and stuff like that, when you're like, oh, my gosh. Oh, we see everything. <laughs> <laughs> you name it, we've seen it. We watched a guy, and this is going to make you laugh, looked around, he dropped his food on the floor, like, literally looked around a whole pizza face down. Thought nobody was looking. He literally picks up the entire pizza, put it back in the box, and eats it. Oh, what? <laughs> Why? Yes, Why the entire... The entire pizza. Oh, my God. And I'm people walk all over the floor. It, it fell. He tripped. He fell. It went face up. Slid. He put it right back in there and ate it. Oh, wow. Kevin, we thank you for clearing that up. It's surveillance is not security. Totally different. And it sounds like you have a, an awesome job, Kevin. Thanks for taking the time to call this morning. Let's talk to Joanna. Joanna, what's the misconception about your job that you'd like to clear up? Uh, teaching. I think... Parents, everyone thinks that when the students leave, the day is done, and it is not. We have meetings. We have correcting papers. There's emails and things that we always have to do. So the kids leave, but we're not done. We still even have to take things home to correct papers. And another misconception is people say, oh, you guys are so lucky you get the summer off. It's a sanity break. <laughs> we need it. Yeah, that's not, that's just a, something that is best for your mental health. I mean, I always think that teachers are so highly underpaid and for all that you do, and we just appreciate you. But, yeah, you're, I think your job is 24 hours a day, basically. I don't think you ever have any time off. <laughs> No, no. And, and and also that we're just teachers. We're not. We're, you know, nurses. We're parents, you know, teaching them, hey, don't burp. You got to say, excuse me. There you know? is. Uh, yeah. Friends, so much that goes into being a teacher. You're so appreciated. Thank you so much for calling, Joanna. We have the hot three coming up next. What do you got for us? Okay. We are going to talk about passwords. It's World Password Day. How do you keep track of yours? Also, women are doing this about eight times a day. Men, only five times a day. We'll tell you what it is coming up. And the average American does this 
five times in their lifetime. Are you at that number or have you like way bypassed that number? We'll tell you what it is coming up after Passenger Let Her Go is on Mix 94.1. Let her go. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3, it is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. So it's World Password Day when you're supposed to make sure all your passwords really are secure enough. And a new poll looked at how we keep track of them. A lot of us just still rely on memory. 55% of us uh, just remember them and do it with at least some of our passwords. Uh, 32% of us write them down. Uh, Where do you write them down, though, is the question. 40% of us just use Post-it notes to write down passwords. Uh, 30% of us use a password manager. Uh, 23% of us keep track on our computer or like in your notes app or spreadsheet or something like that. And 20% use email to remember our passwords, like emailing them to yourself or relying on emails to change them when you you forget. Uh, 85% of us still use the same password on multiple sites. And 24% need to reset their passwords at least twice uh, a week. A report I saw back in March found that anything under six characters on a password is instantly crackable now. Whoa. Yeah, instantly. In general, it takes at least 12 characters to be somewhat secure. I change them all up. I don't even remember half of them. I have to use a password manager because I I make sure they're all different. And I got a I got a thing this morning. I was trying to buy something on a website and it logged me out of the website. So I was kind of like, oh, because usually I just go right into it. And I was like, what's going on here? And then it was saying the password you entered is has been in a security breach or it's been found on blah, blah, blah. You need to change it. And so I logged back in and I got in. But I was kind of concerned about that, so I ended up just changing the password. To, Play it safe. Yeah, just to make sure. Uh, I'm kind of the standard. There's like a theme to my password. It's been ongoing for years and years and years. I do save if, like, if I log on to a different app or something and my password doesn't work because you have to have symbols and different numbers and everything, then I will save it. I have a little password folder in my phone that I can go to to pull stuff up. But if you go home and your mom's Wi-Fi, your parents' Wi-Fi... Is their password like insanity? I go home and I'm like, Mom, what's the Wi-Fi? And she, it's written down on a sheet of paper. And it's like the original Wi-Fi password that came with the Wi-Fi. It's all these different letters, numbers, this and everything. It's 15,000 different characters long. Yeah, same with same with my mom's. It's it's like 72 letters long. Yes. And thankfully, on the iPhone, you have the share password feature uh-huh. now, which is great. So I just open her phone and then share it so I don't have to type this in because it'll take me six hours. Oh, to my gosh. Right. And you, get what, you, you didn't do the, the, the uppercase T. It was a lowercase T to go back and do the whole thing over again my lord yeah it's it's a lot of work <laughs> um also this morning so um it, it's been more than two years since the universe reminded us to wash our freaking hands right <laughs> so it's time to check up on how that's going and well it's not good the annual healthy hand washing survey has found that american adults are washing their hands 25 percent less than in 2020 we were washing our hands 10 and a half times a day in the spring of 2020, but now that's down to 7.8 times per day now. On average, women say they wash their hands eight times a day. The average man washes his hands five times a day. Forget about COVID. I mean, this is just, this is 
bad news all the way around. Why are we not washing our hands? That's disgusting. It is nasty. There's people out there that are like that. They never wash their hands. Go back to when like the, the pandemic first started and, and there were so many questions. We didn't know actually, actually what was going on. Like your your routine. I would get home from the grocery store and, and like declothe in the garage and then go inside and like wipe everything down and wash my hands and shower off. I didn't know what was going on at the time. It was chaos. But this is precisely why we need to just ban the handshake from here on out because people are not washing their hands. Just ban the handshake. Let's not do that anymore. It's kind of disgusting. It's gross. I just, uh, I cringe when I have to shake someone's hands. I'm like, oh man. Do you fist bump or try to avoid or just give a hand wave or stand in a position I, where the handshake is not easy to get to? I, I shake it back. I just, I shake it back and then I wash my hands as soon as I can <laughs> or put some sanitizer on it. The one thing though that is, is difficult for me and it, I don't know if it's the same as a handshake or worse than a handshake because of the the proximity you are in contact to someone else, but I, I will go in for the hug still. And it's just a force of habit. I cannot, I can't help myself sometimes. And I, I realize, dang, people are not comfortable with this in, in this day and age. And so I saw someone uh, for the first time the other day and I went up and I was like, Hey, and I went in for the hug and I was, as I was going in, I was like, Oh, I should not have done this. And she goes, Oh, we're doing this now. <laughs> I, was oh. like, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And she's like, no, it's fine. And But she was like, hands away. I could tell. I was like, I am so sorry. I totally messed that don't up. Don't stop hugging. I'm a hugger, too. Don't stop. Don't, don't, like, don't stop believing. Don't stop a hugging. Keep going. Because there's people out there that appreciate the hug I know, when they get it. But it, it may not be the best thing to do right now. I, some people aren't comfortable with it. I'll hug you. But you know, <laughs> uh, everyone else. We're knows. doing this now. Yeah, we are doing this now. Oh, I felt so bad. All right. Finally, this morning. So for every person that uproots and moves every five years or so, there's someone who lives their whole life in the house that they grew up in. A new survey found that the average American packs up and moves all their stuff five times in their lifetime. Does that seem low or does that seem high to you? Are you talking city to city or place to place? Packs up and moves all their stuff. Just Uh, moving all your stuff. That seems low to me. I'm, I'm definitely higher than that. If you're someone who settled down shortly after high school, you might only have a couple moves under your belt. But for others that went off to college and then moved from apartment to apartment or city to city, you may have moved a dozen times. Either way, there are items you'll pack up and carry with you no matter what. According to the survey, the most popular items to keep are sentimental things, collections, family heirlooms, gifts from family and friends, and items someone handmade for you. On the flip side, the the things that people are most likely to purge during a move are books and papers, consumable items, uh, knickknacks, whatever that might be, uh, small furniture, and small appliances. Uh, you're, you're, you're more than five, right? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, if you include moving into, like, dorms and then apartments, yeah, yeah I would say so. I, I, well, Yeah, I definitely am more than five, for sure. Yeah, same here. I think, I, you think you're close to 10? I think I'm close to 10. Count all the apartments and everywhere else? Yeah, I'm, I'm close to 10. Yeah, I I think I I think I hit five when I before I even went to college. Honestly, I'm trying to think when I was a baby, we lived in an apartment. Then we moved to a house. Then we moved to our other house. Okay, so that was only three. But then, yeah, college. Then is moving back from college count? Does that count? I'll count the yeah because you're moving yeah. back. You're situated in college now. You're back to where came you started back, from. Yeah. Then moved out again to an apartment. Came back and then moved to the dorm again. Came back. So hey, I'm at nine now and I'm still in college. <laughs> what the heck? You're at nine. You're not even eighteen yet with the mathematics <laughs> we're doing here. Nine o'clock hour. There's tickets for you to Disneyland. Be here at nine forty for those.
That's One Republic. The song is West Coast. And we learned this morning they have a, a new song coming out on the Top Gun soundtrack. The song is called I Ain't Worried. The soundtrack comes out at the end of May, but the song is coming out on May 13th. Cannot wait to hear that. Of course, we'll play it for you here on Mix 94.1. It's 9.09 Thursday. I love Blake Lively. Lively. I'm obsessed with her. After coming off the Met Gala in that just ridiculously gorgeous dress, she posted uh, 15 hours ago just... Uh, she she can do anything when it comes to fashion. She posted just this picture of, I don't even know what you would call it. It's like a dress slash suit jacket ensemble. Then you go back one. She's getting glammed up for the Met Gala. And you go back one more picture. And she's literally wearing overalls. Overalls. On Martha Stewart's farm. She went to Martha Stewart's farm. And, and how does Blake Lively make overalls look sexy? She does. Do you think overalls are sexy? I do. I think. I think. What well, depends on the overalls? Are they form fitting? Are they tailored to the to the female form? What, or is it Uncle Jesse from the Dukes of Hazard with overalls? No. But I think overalls can be can be very sexy. Absolutely. You get a lot of side boob with overalls. There's a lot of different layers that go into overalls. There's um, um they're they're coming back big time. I mean, I've seen Jennifer Lopez wearing them. Uh, Blake Lively, Gwen Stefani. Uh, Vanessa Hudgens like I'm seeing everyone wearing overalls now and I'm I'm just torn I'm like okay are they sexy or are they cute or are they both or does it like you say depend on the person wearing them yeah I think it depends on the cut I'm looking at the Blake Lively ones very I mean again Blake Lively put a, a burlap sack on her she looks sexy she, she's just a stunning woman but I think I, I do like overalls on ladies absolutely if you're gonna wear them I'm a fan of them I think they look good they could be cute I think you can make them cute and I think you can make them sexy too depending on how you wear them okay let's say you're not a stunning woman you're no Blake Lively. Yeah. Still cute. I think you can make them cute. I think you I think you certainly can. It depends on the cut. Hmm. It depends how you wear them. Like if you wore overalls, Mercedes, what would you wear underneath it? Would you wear anything? I, I... Oh, yeah. I'm not going to go boobless <laughs> or not boobless, shirtless and show my boobs. Uh, I, I would wear like a tank top. Sexy, cute, adorable. Like it. Works. Yes. But what? what's something that would not be sexy underneath Uh what kind of what kind of overalls? Are they boxy? Are they form fitting? I don't know. I I'm trying to think. I, is there something that you that you want to wear, but you're like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. Like, what's your take on on overall stuff? Oh, here we go. I, I think they're super cute. Yeah, are, but are they cute or sexy? I think they're cute. Because there are some overalls that are like boxy, straight-legged pants ones that sometimes aren't form-fitting. The form-fitting ones, sexy. The boxy-cut ones with the straight leg, depends what you wear underneath. Maybe like a crop top or a tube top. If you wear a tube Tube top, top. that is sexy. Well, if you look uh, at Blake Lively's Instagram with hers, so she's wearing a tank top, and if you, you swipe... There's a picture. The next picture is just a picture. You can tell she's not wearing a bra. Yeah, that, sexy. I saw that. <laughs> oh. I mean, I see nip. Yeah, you see nipple. <laughs> and it's a white tank top. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Like, okay. And it was chilly outside, apparently. <laughs> a bit. If you Google sexy overalls, I mean, there are, there are cuts that are just designed. that are just stunning overalls. They're not your something that you can't be farming in those overalls. What are they wearing? Where are they keeping their their tools? Oh is my it, gosh! Is there like a fashion choice that you are questionable on, but you you want to know the truth? What is it? Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. What is there something that you've been like? I kind of want to try this, but I'm not sure. What do you think of men that expose their chest? Shirt unbuttoned down really low. 
just kind of hanging out right there for you to see it. I feel like that vibe is established early on in your fashion career. Got it. So if you haven't established that, if you went to it now, it'd be like, what? Don't you think? Like, I think you established that at a very young age. JC's going to come in tomorrow. I'm reestablishing myself. Forget the boots. Take off the boots. Hey, I think it's time we, we need to we need to ditch the boots, JC. It's time for you to move to sneakers. I, I think it's time. Where do you start? What do you get? I don't, this whole world is foreign to me. Remember I was telling my buddy's kid shoes? I couldn't describe them. I called them Nike canvases. <laughs> like, what? I'm like, oh, that's what I thought he said that. My husband I don't know. brought that up at dinner one night when Sophie was there. He goes, oh, did you hear JC talk about shoes today? And you talk, he called them Nike canvases. And she's like, what are those? I don't know shoes. <laughs> that's so you, what I said. It's like it you so talking cute. about something you don't know about. I, I'm, it's, I'm foreign to shoes. I know nothing about them. I, 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 don't. I don't. I don't have them. I don't collect them. I, the only pair of sneakers I have are the sneakers that I used to go to the gym with. They're all like boots Start and stuff. with those. No, because they're not. They're like workout shoes. That's And then wear your shirt unbuttoned and wear overalls. <laughs> oh, the whole collaboration. Do all of it. <laughs> what, what shoe would I? Would shoe, what shoe would you start me with then? Um, I would just go a, a pair of classic Jordans. I, Jordan ones. If you could find some some cool ones, I would just go with some Jordan ones. That would be that. I mean, that's th- those are super cool. But I would just jump in. You know, just don't even test the waters. Just jump right in. What do you think, Steph? I honestly think, yes, the Jordans might be great. But what if we start them off with the all white Air Forces? Canvases? No, Mm, no. (laughs) Air Forces, Air Force Ones. They're really, they're classic. You don't have to know much about sneakers if you were to wear them down the street. They're like, oh, you got the Jordan so-and-sos. No, you got the Air Force Ones, classic all white with some white um, socks. But all, but I go from wearing dark boots to all of a sudden I'm the white shoe guy. That's a big transition. Mm. I think I should start with a darker sneaker. Well, if you go with the the Air Force Ones, you can play Air Force Ones by Nelly and just kind of be like, I like the white high top stuff with the gum bottom. <laughs> like you, you can sing the song. I got a theme song when I walk in the Air Force Ones. You, you could totally pull that off, and 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 that's not a bad idea, Steph. I mean, I usually associate Air Force Ones with with women. But there are some cool guys that wear Air Force Why do you put me in the women's shoes in my first shoe? No, absolutely not. I think <laughs> They're the, for everyone. I think the men just don't post as much with them in their Air Force Ones. The women, we show off our Air Force Ones. The men, they're more, like, humble about it. What about uh, Skechers step-ups? <laughs> yes. Yes. JC, it was nice knowing you. Yes. <laughs> that way you can get some exercise. Don't they get you in a, a good shape? <laughs> they stretch out now your Now you don't have to do your workouts. You don't have to go to the gym. You're wearing your step-ups. Do it. Plus, I'll be six inches taller, too. <laughs> that is Ava Max, Kings and Queens on Mix 94.1. All right, coming up in just a couple of minutes, we're going to get you this hour's code word so you can win a totally private sip and greet with Train at Red Rocks in Denver. That is coming up in just a minute, but Sean is on the phone. Hi, Sean. Hi. Hey, so you entered the contest uh, yesterday, right? Yeah, yeah, it was really simple. How, how did you do it? What'd you do? Oh, I, you just, the code word was announced. I went on the website, went to contests and put in the code word and it was that easy. Well, it paid off because guess what, Sean? What? 
You're going to Red Rocks to see Trey. Yeah. Wow. No. I, you won. a prank. It's not a prank. It's a real deal. You won, Sean. And not only that, you're going to meet Pat Monahan and be drinking some wine with him before the show. That is, that's crazy. How, no, I don't even believe that. <laughs> <laughs> I promise we're not joking with you, Sean. And like you said, it was so easy. You just have to go to the website. Mercedes in the mornings, what's trending on Mix 94.1. Ray J and Kim Kardashian are trending this morning. So the Daily Mail is reporting that it is always been a partnership between the two of them. Ray J is speaking out about his role in the sex tape that leaked back in 2007 that really did skyrocket Kim Kardashian into fame. And he says he was not the one that leaked that tape. And the release was and is a business partnership between him, Kim and Kris Jenner. He made this claim after Kim claimed on her new Hulu show that she was worried he would leak a second tape of them. Now, he admits there is a second tape of them, but Kim's always been in possession of it. He has never owned any copies. Ray J says that leaking the tape was his idea. And he presented that to Kim when he saw what happened with Paris Hilton when her tape tape leaked and then she just got thrown into stardom he's like hey you should do that i mean we got this tape you should try that at first kim was very hesitant about it but then she ended up embracing the idea and she enlisted her mom chris jenner to uh organize its release to vivid entertainment this is according to ray j of course uh earnings from that tape they've reached an estimated 100 million dollars worldwide how did that conversation happen? Think about it. So Kim and Ray J filmed themselves having relations, getting on, whatever. And then they're like, yeah, let's, let's, let's put it out there. Let me check with my mom. Hey, mom. Yeah, it's Kim. Yeah. Um, Ray J and I, so we shot this sex tape and thinking about releasing it. What do you think? Let's do it. Let's make some money, sweetheart. <laughs> Come on. I'll market it. Let me get on the phone with Vivid Entertainment right now. Awesome. Thanks, mom. Cool. We'll send it your okay, way. Okay, bye. Are bye. you coming over for dinner on Sunday? Yeah, or? yeah. Okay. All right. See you then. Is Bruce there? I got to talk to Bruce. <laughs> Put him on the phone. Oh, yeah. That's uh, I. A lot of people are like, I'm not surprised. I've, I figured this the entire time, but it's kind of messed up how Kim's playing. If this is true, yeah. if this is true, and we want to say this is Ray J's side, if she's playing the victim in all of this when it was all calculated in the first place. Well, yeah, I mentioned earlier, well, if, he's, if he's in on it, he's getting paid, he's making money off this tape and lots of money. Great, but you brought up a great point. Yeah, if he's, he may be making money off it, but that hurt his career when that first came out. He, he was the bad guy. Big time. So we'll see if she has any response to that. Also trending this morning is BTS. After they teased their new release at the end of their sold-out Las Vegas residency, the group confirmed their new album yesterday. So it is an anthology album. It's going to be called Proof, and uh, it's going to arrive on June 10th. Proof's going to be a three-CD collection. It's going to feature songs from throughout their discography, as well as three new songs. Big Hit Entertainment says the BTS anthology album that embodies the history of BTS will be released as they begin a new chapter. As an artist that has been active for nine years and to look back on their past endeavors. Now, pre-orders started in the U.S. and worldwide last night. And uh, yeah, you can get yours now. Pre-order it. You got it? Do it. It's oh, coming? Yeah. I did. And I, now I'm feeling dumb because you have to buy it on the Weverse store app. That's how you pre-ordered it, or at least I did. And they offer you to go to the global shop or the U.S. shop. So I thought... I'll go. It's cheaper on the global shop. Why is it cheaper? I'm just going to buy it on the global shop. So I bought it on the global shop. And then I'm 
I saw what it cost to ship it. And uh, now I was like, oops, that's why it was cheaper. <laughs> because if I would have just bought it on the U.S. shop, I would yeah. have had to pay so much in shipping. But I'm getting it from Korea now. So you're getting the real deal then. Oh, yeah, you get well, it from the, from the homelands. Oh, it's, making, it's more authentic then. Oh, well, yeah. So mine, yeah, mine is pre-ordered, ready to go. <laughs> um, and then finally, this morning, Frosted Flakes is trending. Yesterday was May 4th, also known as Star Wars Day. And Ke- Kellogg celebrated by releasing a new cereal. Obi-Wan Kenobi Frosted Flakes. So the cereal pairs the rich chocolatey flavors from Kellogg's Frosted Flakes chocolate with the sweet taste of original Kellogg's Frosted Flakes for a what they call masterful combination of the dark and light side. Now, Kellogg's Frosted Flakes Obi-Wan Kenobi cereal is set to hit shelves at retailers nationwide later this spring. Or if you can't wait, just buy a box of each and mix them together and boom, you just made it yourself. (laughs) And that is what's trending. Disneyland, you are going in 11 minutes. Your chance to win a four-pack of tickets to Disneyland. So don't go anywhere. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning, and these phones are going crazy right now. I think I know why, too. Hey, Robert, good morning. Hey, this is Buckeye Bob. Oh, Buckeye Bob, Robert, Buckeye Bob, same thing, right? Yeah. Because it doesn't matter. You're going to Disneyland. Yay, dynamite. Congratulations. We have for you a four-pack of two-day, one-park-per-day tickets to the Disneyland Resort. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Mercedes, what's the first thing Buckeye Bob should do when he gets to Disneyland? Get a churro. That's it. Get a churro (laughs) and then go get in line for, um, oh, man, probably for... Indian Jones? That's what I would do. That's a good that game plan. or the Star Wars, one of the rides in the Star Wars area. Those are always fun to, to ride. But congratulations, Buckeye Bob, you are a winner. And if you want to go to Disneyland, it's simple. Be with us tomorrow morning at 940. Adele, easy on me. Mix 94.1. Happy birthday, Adele. She's 34 years old today. Dang, Adele, look at you go. Yeah, big birthday for you. Congratulations. Hopefully your residency starts soon. We're still waiting on that. <laughs> lordy, lordy. Come on, Adele. It is 9.57. That is it for us for today. Thank you guys for joining us. If you missed anything from today's show, you can always download the podcast on the Odyssey app. You can do that on our website, mix941.fm, or you can do that wherever you get your podcast. So that is available for you. J-Love is on the way next. He'll be getting you through your work day. And right now it is time for the line of the day. Well, this morning it was the return of El Nemo del Tuno. We play the Spanish cover of a song and you have to identify it. Well, I have another game to try real quick. Mariachi named that tune. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. I'll give you the mariachi cover. You tell me what song it is. Ghostbusters. Hey, we could change Minden Mondays. Be Mercedes do mariachi style music and see if I can get it. Oh, you have a problem with classic rock, too. Let's try this one right here. Mariachi Mondays with Michael E. Mendy Diamond Jewelers. Hold on. Just killed a man. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, you're unstoppable. I I guess I'm not as bad as I thought. What was that bit we did with the uh, karaoke without the lyrics? 
Oh yeah, where you just you start with the lyrics yeah. and then you have to go off on your own. <laughs> oh man, we need to maybe do that tomorrow because that was me doing uh, Bohemian Rhapsody without the lyrics. Yeah. Well, that'll do it for show number sixteen seventeen of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning.